Welcome, fellow adventurers, to Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Grab your dice bags and ready your imaginations because we're about to embark on a journey through the wild, wacky, and wonderfully disastrous world of D&D. I'm Michael, the one with the imposing bald head, beard, and glasses, and alongside me is the ever-wise, bald, and bearded Matt. Greetings, listeners. Our combined years of DMing have gifted us with tales that are too good not to share. We have celebrated the missteps, the critical fails, and those characters who have left the tavern but never quite the starting village. <laughs> That's right. Whether it's a campaign that met its untimely demise or a character whose dreams were dashed by a well-placed banana peel, we're diving into the moments that were dead before they started. But it's not all doom and gloom. We'll also explore the gems hidden within the chaos, those unforgettable NPCs who stole the show, unexpected alliances that save the day, and the camaraderie that keeps us rolling those dice. So join us every week as we roll the dice of destiny and share stories that make you laugh, make you cringe, or even inspire your next adventure. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast fix so you never miss an episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Well, welcome in, everybody. It is Dead Before It Started, episode 13. Hopefully, I got my co-host here. We're doing it a little differently today. Maybe. Maybe it's just me today. I don't know. He was there, and then I lost him. Maybe it's because... uh, I made a mistake on something. I don't know. Maybe he can hear me. I can't hear you guys. So welcome in. Uh, We're going to do some Dice of Destiny as I try to get back uh, our ever great Matt and uh, see if I can figure out what's going on with his uh, his side here. But I think I have him set. But I can't hear him doing anything. So we might be uh, doing this one more time to figure out what in the heck is happening with our system here. So, uh, we'll be back. You kind of sound like a robot. I don't know if that's a problem. Yeah, we're, we're back and I might sound like a robot. We'll see. I don't know. Is, is this a little bit better? I had myself, Hello. A little bit, I had myself a little bit loud. So, um, now that, uh, technical difficulties with discord, uh, and yes, we are not oh. in the same room anymore. Everybody, uh, like we, normally are nope but um, yeah we done messed up we done did mess up it's okay it, we've had a hiatus for a couple of weeks so we're and we're really really sorry about that we're we're terrible Dan. We're, we're terrible <laughs> here but um yeah welcome welcome fake welcome podcasters totally fake podcasters you know never done this before we really haven't it's okay um but you know it, it is what it is. So we're going to talk today and bring back a different type of, uh, it's a, a new and improved Dice of Destiny, I would say. I'm not sure. New and improved. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. New, new roll table? New roll table. And you don't new, even know. You've never even, you've never even heard it. So this is all new to you. So how about from a distance, <laughs> roll that dice for the Dice of Destiny. And I'm going to roll, roll the dice on my side here. All right. Distance roll. Here we go. There we go. That 19. Oh, man. Okay. So number 19 is character development, growth, and change. Care range. What? Change. 
character change, character development, growth, and change. Apparently, you can't hear me very well. I don't know what's going on with you. What's what's going on with me? What's going on with you? Nothing. I'm working just fine. So, um, mm, doesn't sound like you are. <laughs> you, you no, just you, you, you shush. All right. So, character development. What does it, what makes character development? What's the most important thing you think? Um, it's hard. There's so many things, but I guess the most important thing would be, oh, geez, I don't know. Um, Are we talking like on a like a personality level? Like I it just says character growing or take that as you will, whatever you want it to be. You can how I, I see it, how I define it. Yeah, I mean so so like you know, critically here, like you know, like we're we're critically failing or whatever, right? Um, I mean, for for me, I think a good yeah. backstory is huge because it kinda dictates where you go with your character, what you do as a player, what the DM does as a DM with when interacting with that player or when NPCs interact with this player. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's just my thought process. I think, I think as you play the game you kind of get more of a feel for what your character's personality will be. Um, and that is sometimes dictated by what you roll. Cause if you Fair. always roll shitty, your character kind of seems like a, a, I don't know, a dunce or a, a okay. guy who can't hit okay. anything, you know? So, so like, like every character you've ever played. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I'm right? a really bad roller. Holy cow! You every time we play, you're terrible. Until you do our podcast, yeah. And you, then you roll 19. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah, and stop. straight 20s all the whole time, right? <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, so I mean, but I I've yeah. had some I've had a lot of terrible characters where. I just don't get very good stats, so I'm always missing. Or even when I do hit, it's like, oh, you did four damage. Great job, bud. <laughs> so you did like nothing. And as good or as bad as my character wants to be, he's just a he's a klutz. He can't do anything. He's worthless. He's the the cheerleader of the group and Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. that's his development, I guess. So, so not like my character who was like the star of the show of your of our Waterdeep campaign that basically did everything he was supposed to do and he was always stealthy and yeah he was his ranger self and I made mistakes you know things happened but I was like I want to do this and then you'd say okay roll for it and I'd roll and it'd be awesome and then I'd say okay I want to do this say, and I'd roll and awesome. so if your character is pretty good say, say what was that. I said, when you do stealthy stuff, your character's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My character did really well with stealthy, but my character <laughs> was a stealthy character. I purposely built him to be stealthy. 
Like I was like, I'm going to start I also think like in the shadows and be this, you know, menace to society. Yeah, I mean, being really good at something too kind of develops your character's personality and you know, you, you start to fill out what you can get away with and what you can't and you know, if you can rob a bunch of people, that's character development. You're developing yeah. your character as a, a klepto. Or, you know, maybe if your dude's really bad at talking to people, you've developed your character into being, you know, very uncharismatic. And is it, he's the guy in the group that you tell to shut up. The big boys are talking. <laughs> True. Very, yeah. So, so let's go into how a character can build those relationship dynamics within a campaign through bond, like their bonds, their betrayals, alliances, other NPCs. Not, not even just other player characters. I'm thinking just in terms of the yeah. world interactions and really and having those dynamics. Like how how those have shaped a campaign. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Care to elaborate other than just saying, there's a lot to it. <laughs> that's that's all I got from you right there. You know what? I want more. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just throwing stuff out there because it sounds like you're talking to me through a tube. Oh, does it really? At it's the speed of molasses. Oh, and that's really interesting because you know I, you chose to I do this about today. half of that. <laughs> oh, I was just saying how the relationship dynamics are the like when you like with NPCs. How does the bonds, betrayals, and alliances shape the campaign? I don't know if you caught half that or not. How does how does, how does um. How does interacting with NPCs kind of shape the campaign? Yes, that's what I was saying. Oh, okay. And like how, your character overall with the um their bonds and betray betrayals and stuff. So, um yeah. Yeah. I think like how you inter- interact with any of the NPCs kind of dictates, you know, if if the DM's connecting everything, kind of dictates kind of like how the dm will react to certain situations or if um you know if you interacted with this npc poorly does that cause a chain of events to have you know a criminal organization after you or maybe you did something really good and you know, it comes back as a, a boon for your party. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, those are real simple examples. Um, yeah, they're simple. So, like, let's... You know, we talked about the... Like at the beginning of this podcast, we talked a lot about, like, um, NPCs that kind of stole the show or yeah, 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 became... Yeah, yeah. Became allies, but so you know the the players' interactions with those NPCs are really important and help honestly help the players kind of develop a personality as well. 
you know, if it's a little girl, they're suddenly, yeah, I'm going to make this little girl my best friend and I'm going to protect her. Well, okay. Now their personality is, hey, I'm, I'm going to be like a big brother, father figure to this thing. Um, and all the interactions that go along with that. So you're saying maybe so, so you're more yeah. saying that characters and their backstories and everything is more dynamic. Yes, I'm assuming. All right, are so, we live? Yeah, we're oh. live. We're live right now. We're, Yay. We're, they heard hey. that. That's fine. So with we more <laughs> minor difficulties of me sounding like a robot all the time for only um one person. <clears throat> Well, you know. if you want to have an interaction with me, it kind of matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So we were talking about how the characters were are going to be dynamic throughout a campaign rather than just, I am going to yeah. do this the whole time. And this is what, I mean, I, I guess you can play that way. You can be boring and, can. and be like, I'm going to play this way because this is who I am. Or you can play more dynamically and realize my character actually is a little bit more understanding of what's going on with this and with this and, and developing, oh, of course, and, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to change a little bit and maybe my bonds or my flaws change, which, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see as a bad thing. I mean, oh, I think it's good. Um, like I always have process. like a basis for what my character is going to be like and how he's going to behave and what I want to do with him. But, you know, if it doesn't work out that way or, Maybe something works out better. Yeah. It's just for for the fun of the campaign, I think you gotta change. Okay. Change to Yeah. Change to make yourself fit more within the group. Change change as a result of, you know, those inside jokes that you have with your your other players that you're <laughs> playing with. Okay, so so kind of going within that a little bit. Let's let's kind of switch gears and let's let's talk about how like if this happens, right? What are some things that either player characters or DMs can do to maybe celebrate a character's growth and and kind of meeting these goals within what the character wants as well as what the DM's looking for, etc. Like, what are yeah. things that can kind of make that connection happen for celebration because everybody wants to be celebrated yeah oh yeah everybody wants their character to be in the limelight a little bit Mm -hmm. um i think as a dm you kind of reward growth by you know give your player give your player some time being the center of attention um you know Develop the story around him a little bit. Involve the other characters, obviously, but mm-hmm. maybe maybe tonight's session dives deep into this one player's background. Um, and as far as other players go, like, don't get jealous when that moment happens for them because they're having like this is their moment where their character can shine, like. Be their support, be their backup, be their, you know, be their companion mm-hmm. in the in the game. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's huge. And and if you can get 
characters that connection, you know, which we've talked about before, you know, connecting your characters to the campaign with their own individual mm. aspects yeah, well, to yeah. their campaign. I think that's kind of connecting into this as well, which is huge. Um, and, and then let's kind of go into this next one before we move to the kind of next, uh, roll table here. Let's, is, um, let's look at how overall, like, is the overall for campaigns, the campaign, or is it how the characters shape the campaign? It's a hard question, I think, but. Yeah. What like I think what's more I think it is the campaign for me. Me personally, it is the campaign. I love a good story and I I want to get to the end because mm-hmm. in order for a good story to be a good story, it's got to have a good ending and I want to be there when it happens. Mm, okay, fair enough. Um but I think it's it's also important to kind of to let your players shape it a little bit. Like, like there's an end goal in mind, have, right, of a campaign. Yeah, always like, have that end goal. Like, uh, but I, I think it's what I'm really trying to get into here is like there's a story. The campaign's important, right? And you have that. Yeah. But what I'm really thinking of here, you know, and and this is kind of like my role as a DM, thinking for our campaign we're running is the <clears throat> how how the characters are interacting and how that's changing what is going to happen in the long run. Like the campaign still has its campaign, it has its ending, it has its story, right? It's still okay. there. But as a DM or as a as a newer DM, I think that that story is fluid, right? Yeah. And the interactions that the players yeah. have shape that world and shape how the ending will be. Where the ending isn't always set that it has to be this is the ending. Think of like alternate endings of different movies, That's right? True. That's kind yeah. of that, that's kind of my thought process is, you know, yeah, there's some great endings and there's some great things that can happen, but if it's just a linear storyline that the players are just there along for the ride, that's <laughs> yeah. Bleh. You know, I'm I'm not saying I'm not yeah, I no, don't I love you. it. I I don't want to be engaged. I don't want to try those those things and learn and and figure out what's oh, what's going to happen. How do I get to the end? Blah, blah blah. I want that. As a, you know, as a player, I want that. But then I love that idea of how the character is now shaping the ending, right? And what's going to happen and how their interactions are going to play out. Or maybe they've done some things already that. I guess that's pretty important because you make them knowing. You make your player feel like their choices mattered. Yeah. That's you're not just process. marching them towards the end that, you know, that little girl they saved. Yeah, comes back and influences the ending, or yeah, things you know, like that, the, or turns the, into the bad guy that you didn't know was actually turns the bad into guy. the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, or is the informant for the bad guy? Or yep, I don't know. Maybe you accidentally killed the bad guy because he was disguised as a fruit stand owner, and a yep. fireball went off in his face <laughs> when you were fighting those zombies. He could, yeah, easy, right? Yeah, those things can happen, and <laughs> yeah. I think, and I think that fluidity is huge in how. Your characters could shape the world. Doesn't mean it has to be that way every single time, but I think it's kind of unique to tie those things in and tie in what they're doing, etc. So I think that's good. That's that's my kind of hit, and and we're getting close to the end of this one thing. But you know, I need you to roll your dice, O Destiny. Oh my goodness! Master, Another one, Master Ooh. Matt. All right, here we go. Yeah, roll low. 
six. That's better. Good. Okay. Um, it's more on par for me, huh? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a little bit more <laughs> on par. Um, okay. Yeah, that was so, kind of interesting. That was a really broad topic. You it, could really dive into. Oh yeah, we could go even further into that, but it's fine. So. This one is going to be campaign arcs, planning, and pacing, which I think is something that's really important, especially for new DMs, right? Oh, yeah. I've never really gotten into that. So, um, definitely. Uh, okay. It went into the wrong one. Hold on. I'm sorry. What did I did something? My like, like talking did points. You put, oh. What did you put into the hole? Uh, no, I didn't put anything in the hole. I just needed to oh, put the right thing in to get anyway. some talking points for myself. So, you know, so there's some obvious things for campaigns, right? Storytelling yeah. storytelling's one. We don't really need to dive into that because everybody knows that storytelling is storytelling. They have to do that. If you can't do yeah. that, your campaign's going to be crap. Um, but your campaign is just blasting monsters yeah yeah yeah, yeah, exactly so (laughs) not my kind of campaign but hey yeah i hate those um okay so let's look here at how like like let's think start to finish here the the, defining the campaign arc from start to finish so like let's what constitutes a campaign arc and how it differs from an individual character arc yeah right so um let's talk about a campaign arc first I guess you got to figure out, like, how long do you want to do this for? Yeah. You want to have a one-off? Like, mm-hmm. let's get together, play for eight hours, and we get a conclusion? Yep. Um, is this going to be, you know, a three-month thing where we play a short little campaign? Or are we going to be developing our characters for a year, two years? Are we going to just be mm-hmm. playing in this world and there might not really be an end goal in mind, but there's quests being developed every week. There's so you're getting into player arcs, right? And those longer campaigns. So I think what we're really going with here is, are you going to play like a sit down one off? Are you going to play a couple months? Or are you going to go into like the individual character arc of a couple years where it's really, you're defining your character, building your character up and playing these like mini campaigns within the overarching, just here's our world, right? Yeah. So I, I think that's a unique thing to look and understand. Like there's different types of campaigns, and then that that changes your structure for for narration. And I even would say for like storytelling, oh, of course, yeah. right? So long form is going to be different than short form. Short form, I I personally think short form is a little bit better, just because oh, that's really? all I've really ever experienced. It's going to be short, like, couple-month experiences because they're fun. Um, Yeah. And because people cannot stay around for long enough time (laughs) for those other ones, right? But It's true. It's it's hard to keep them going for too long. Yeah. But besides the point there, those are just my thought processes of... So in those, right, my experience is the storytelling Mm -hmm. is absolutely critical, right? Yeah. Where maybe these... I don't know. I don't know. I've never done a long-form campaign. I'm just thinking outside the box here of maybe these long form campaigns are more more or less character driven rather than storytelling driven even though you still need storytelling in it am i am i wrong in my yeah. thinking there 
I kind of feel like the longer campaigns are that way, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when I was doing kind of a a campaign that I was just kind of making up on my own, I had a kind of like a general idea of how I wanted to end it. But we had also planned on just like playing D&D every week for a while. So mm-hmm. my thought was... I, I went in, I looked at all the characters' backgrounds, and I'm like, all right, I can weave this person's background in here, I can weave that person's background over here, and I can start building my world around their backgrounds and their yeah. of what they've given me. And really, we followed, followed their characters' own goals and personalities around for a while. Just kind of building up experience, experiencing quests, uh, gathering items, just kind of building up the characters themselves before we really even touched on the story that I wanted to get to. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're so you kind of went into the next phase of what I was going into. So you, we're talking about like you were talking about how you're crafting a story skeleton there a little bit, uh-huh. and which is I think it's good. But then you are just also start talking about the weaving in the player character stories into the arc, right? So all of these things yeah. we're talking about right now are all interconnected in a process. If you're listening, right? We want to help you understand that it's not just one thing. You're doing lots of things all at the same time. And I think <clears throat> it, it's huge there. And I think it's a great thing that you said of connect your players' backstories into the campaign, connect their wishes, yeah. connect what they, what they're striving for into the campaign of what they're in, what, then that way there is that connection and they want to keep coming and playing. Yeah. Otherwise they may not. Um, and I think I'm going to kind of go a couple things here and just kind of talk about a couple quick things before we finish up here in a couple minutes. But right. um, I'm going to get in here and we're going to say like um, hooks and surprises, right? So like maintaining uh-huh. that player interest a little bit, like bringing in things that make it interesting. Right, give them the curiosity, give them puzzles, give them things that aren't just go smash and grab everything, or let's fight these monsters all the time. Right, um, <laughs> you know that that gets old really fast, and um, you know unless you have yeah, characters most, in your campaign people, yeah. that, that all they want to do is smash and grab every single time we play. Uh, speaking from experience, the last <laughs> couple of sessions have literally been we're going to smash and grab everything. I'm like, okay, that's fine, whatever. That's all. Gonna do. <laughs> fine. Um, yeah all right um, sometimes people aren't big like <laughs> you know our peers or uh, storytellers no, but, themselves but they just the weird thing our our, our group yeah. is very much storytellers like they are really good i thought but that's just me yeah i don't know what's yeah. your thoughts i think you're right i don't know <laughs> I, and I, I, I i've think... been there like i've been there just like yeah. i want a big stupid character and yeah, Let's yeah, go yeah. smash and beat things up. And <laughs> how do I find the next fight? Yeah. So then, like, I get the appeal. This this phrase in that next thing. Next thing is is embracing the unexpected. So adapting to the player yeah. choices. Players will choose something that you don't think they're going to choose, and you have almost to adapt always. on the way. And it's yeah. not. It's not even always. It's always. It's not almost always. Yeah. It is always. You want this one thing to happen, and they don't do it. Um, right. And then I think the next thing coming to go in here is like, how can you segue between stories or between campaign arcs? Like, let's say you're doing the sh- the, a shorter form campaign 
that then okay. turns into now a longer campaign because everybody's still interested, but you finished your one main arcing campaign and you're doing a second one, right, within the same world. How do you segue yeah. into the next one? How do you get that transition well, to happen? Hopefully you didn't go too big on the first one because if you, uh, you know, you you killed the god of you, the universe or something and one of your players be, you know, ascended to replace him, then where do you go from there? It's kind of over. Um, oh, that's perfect. Then you have somebody that's like <laughs> this god that is now like, you know, a player character. Whoa. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe that know. that's a messy thing. Like one <laughs> character is a god and the rest of the characters are like just there. His oh, I squires. I like I guess it depends <laughs> on how you do your campaign, but you know, making I would, that smooth I would transitions say, important, I think, if you're gonna do that. If you have in mind that you might want to continue it, I would not make that first story arc too mm-hmm. big. Yeah. You don't wanna you don't want to save the entire universe on that first go. Yeah. Um, Cause otherwise there's nothing left to do. You've done it all. Mm-hmm. So keep it small, you know, solve a problem within a town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Solve a problem within a city. And, and then, then you can expand it, it to yeah. an, another city, another, the country. You can like start that. building up the world from there. If you want to continue it on there, you and know, see, there can be I'll... a dungeon somewhere else. No, no, this goes yeah. into my next kind of thing. I, I love how you're going into that, right? Is, you know, start small, get bigger. And and this kind of goes into this thing of, you know, build towards a grand finale, right? I think mm-hmm. what's unique is mini grand finales, right? Kind of coming together to then create a, maybe like within your world, if you're doing that longer form campaign, like do mini campaigns within it. And that they have their yeah. own little mini grand finale, but your big grand finale is like this big old thing, that affects right. maybe the entire world. And those are always kind of fun. I think that could be a unique oh, way to play. And I'm, I think a lot of people do, um, but I don't know because I haven't played as much as I could play and, and yeah. get to those things. So that's kind of like our things as a DM is choose wisely, plan out, have an idea where you want to go, Embrace your characters, embrace the unexpected, you know, segue, start small, get bigger. Don't, don't bite off your britches too quick, man. Like don't get too big for your britches. And, um, I think about those like TV shows that have, that been running for years. Like they have these little, these story arcs every season, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. They don't. They don't blow their load in one season. <laughs> oh God, you did, you went there, didn't you? All right, oh, well, shit, PG. because uh, because because uh, we uh, went a little too far, and, and and Matt has to back out. I think uh, I think we're uh, we're we're done for the day. This was episode thirteen. Oh yeah, of Dead Before It Started. Woo. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's kind of a you know thirteen unlucky. We had some technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah, it's just an unlucky number. Maybe <laughs> we should just skip right to fourteen. Well, thank you guys for yeah, being yeah. here. Have a good one. It's good to see you again. Bye. And there you have it. Another episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles, wrapped up in a critical success. Before we ride off into the sunset, don't forget to share your own tales of misadventure and mayhem with us. We'd love to hear about your characters who met their fate before they could say critical fail. Absolutely. Reach out to us on social media, hashtag Dead Before It Started, and let us know your favorite moments from today's episode or any epic fails you've encountered on your own tabletop escapades. 
And if you've been enjoying our stories of woe and laughter, be sure to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps other adventurers discover the podcast and join our ever-growing guild of storytellers. Until next time, dear listeners, may your dice be kinder than a gentle breeze and your campaigns be as legendary as the sagas of old. Farewell, adventures. Keep those imaginations soaring and those dice rolling. Be sure to join us for the next episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles.